This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that started yesterday. And that theme is God is looking for whosoever's who will do whatsoever he asks them to. And we introduced the program yesterday, as we will today, by reading 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 26 to 31. For consider your calling, brethren, that there were not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things that are strong and the base things of the world, and the despised. God has chosen the things that are not, that he might nullify the things that are, that no man should boast before God. But by his doing, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. That just as it is written, let no man boast, but boast in the Lord. We also read from Jeremiah chapter 9, verses 23 and 24. Thus says the Lord, Let not a wise man boast of his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not a rich man boast of his riches. But let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For I delight in these things, declares the Lord. So we see right away that God's ways and thoughts are so much different than man's. And one of those ways is God wants to speak to the whosoevers who will do the whatsoevers he calls them to. And we pointed out examples, Gideon being one. God called him a mighty warrior, and yet he says, I'm the least of them. And yet he defeated the Midianites. God spoke to Jeremiah and said, Before you were born, I consecrated you, and anointed you a prophet. And what was uh, Jeremiah's response? Lord, behold, I do not know how to speak. I'm a youth. God calls Jacob, who was a conniver, and made him one of the forefathers of our faith. He chose a rabbi named Saul, a persecutor of the church, who became Apostle Paul. He chose Ruth, a Moabite, who was in the genealogy of the Messiah, He called Esther a young Jewish maiden and made her queen in Persia. How how can we understand this? These are God's ways. 
And now we live in perilous days, and I believe that Jesus is going to build his church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. It says that in Matthew sixteen eighteen. And I believe God's end-time church journey will be made up of whosoever's who are willing to do whatsoever. And specific characteristics of whosoever's we found in Matthew ten thirty two. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess before my Father in heaven. We looked at Matthew sixteen twenty five. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Going on in Matthew, we looked at Matthew 20, verses 26 and 27. Whosoever will be great among you, let him be your servant. Whosoever will be first among you, let him be your slave. Again, it's so contrary, Judy. God's ways are so contrary to the world, and the, the issue is humility. And whosoever's are going to be people who are humble before the Lord. And we see, Shelley, by what you read, that the greatest among you will be your servant. That's how Jesus came to earth. He said, I have not come to be served, yes. but to serve. And he, other than, uh, who was the most humble man? Moses. Moses. Jesus was a servant, and he showed us humility by the way he lived. And that's why he calls us, if we desire to follow him and to obey him, he will lead us and guide us, because he's alive in us when we're born again. Just as an aside, I would recommend a book to anyone who really wants to read some quality material. It's by Andrew Murray. It's called Humility, and one of his statements is, Humility came to earth in the form of Jesus. Amen. Let's continue. Um, did I read Mark 8? Did I mention Mark 8.34? Well, if I did, I'll repeat it. Whoever will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Let's go to Luke. Luke chapter 6, verses 46, 47, and 48. And, and why call you me Lord? And do not do the things which I say. Whosoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. Again, this is the characteristic of a whosoever. And my question is, are you soever? Are you a whosoever? And do you want to be a whosoever who is willing to do whatever the Lord calls you? In James chapter 1, verse 22, it's a clear admonition to us. But be you doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. The word is clear that if you just hear and don't do, and a, a whosoever is going to be a doer of the word, not just a hearer of the word. And you know, Shelley, we see that in our closest relationships. If we follow the Lord and do whatsoever he tells us to do. We served a man named Art Katz who used to say, a sign of the Holy Spirit is trouble. 
Uh-huh. So be encouraged if you're following the Lord and he is showing you what to do and you're in trouble. Thank him because you're following his way and ask him how you can find peace and right do what's right in the trouble that you're finding yourself in. You know, Junie, while you were speaking, I had this thought. To be a whosoever, you really have to have ears that hear the word of God. Yes. Willing to listen. Lord, what is the Spirit saying to me? Yes. Lord, how can I be in the Spirit and no longer in the flesh? Yes. I want to be a whosoever. Yes. Boy, the end-time army of God is really going to be powerful. And because we're living in days, Shelley where the world is shaken up, every nation in the world. There's weak leadership in America and in Israel. And we really need to know that the Lord knows everything. And he is behind the scenes working for eternal good for his church, for Israel, and even for those in the world to turn to him and cry out to him that they might come to know him and serve him and have peace when there is no peace. Really. Well, let's turn, Judy, to uh, the Gospel of John, the portion of Scripture where it talks about the woman of Samaria that came to the well. So I'd just like to read from John 4, verses 13 and 14, because what's the first word spoken? Whosoever. All right? John four thirteen. Whosoever drinks of this water shall thirst again. That's natural water. But whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And the woman who was at the well, the, the uh, Samaritan woman said, Give me this water. And I believe the end-time church will be a spiritual church, living, moving, and have his being in, in the Lord, led by the Holy Spirit. This is a character of a whosoever. And they, it's, it's open to all of us. Are we willing to be a whosoever? All right, let's, go to, let's stay in John chapter 3, verse 19. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. And that ties in with John twelve forty six. I am come, I am come a light into the world that whosoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. And it could very well be, Judy, that we're talking to people who are still choosing darkness over light And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And he went further and said, you are the light of the world. And I believe the light of the world are going to be the whosoever's who hear what the Spirit is saying and becomes a doer of the word. And they'll do whatsoever the Lord tells them to be. And that's a powerful commitment. And you know, Shelley, there's such division in churches, in families, in opinions of what's happening in today politically. But God's word tells us if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we will have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus shall cleanse us from all sin. And it's so important to remember 
for us to walk in the light, not to love darkness better than light, and not to excuse ourselves if we're walking in darkness, but to ask the Lord to wash us with his blood and cleanse us, that may we may walk in the light and be light in this dark age. That's true, Judy. It's desperately needed. So let's go on with this. Uh, let me say this. If you desire to be a whosoever, and that this applies to anyone listening now, that a whosoever is going to end, end up hearing the word of God, hearing him speak, hear what the Spirit is saying, and then we'll be willing to do whatsoever God calls us to do. And it sounds like a general, well, it's a general call of God to be a whosoever, and a whosoever will do whatsoever. But it's specific. It's, it, it gets specific to the person who's willing to hear. Yes. So we're going to continue this theme for the best of the week, and I hope you're listening, because I believe this is a word that applies to Junie, applies to me, to our family, and to all those who love the Lord. Father, we thank you, Thank Lord. you, Lord. Only you could speak to whosoever's, yes. who will do whatsoever's. And I pray, Lord, that's the makeup of your end-day ministry and your end-day army, made up of whosoever's willing to do whatsoever you say. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.